Last time on Crown of the Kobold King, our heroes find out that the squid creatures are from the Shadow Plane, and so is Monet. The group then heads into the room where the colonel was killed. Acting with haste, they forgot that the warg is known for setting traps. Rootmore and Monet get slammed by an axe trap as they enter, and the beast emerged from the shadows behind them. Scarab quickly throws a ready junk bomb at the warg, and the damage was massive, nearly killing it with one blow. The weakened, blinded creature then took a hit from Rootmore and finished itself off by critically failing an attack and biting its own arm off. Our heroes then decide to head back to Falcon's Hollow, this time with the beast's head. Our story continues now! You make it back to town in late afternoon. You make your way back to the lower markets, attempting to sell off the goods you procured on your most recent adventure. After selling your goods you've acquired, what do you aim to purchase? Papa's looking for a gun upgrade. Yeah, Scarab, uh, Scarab's going to use uh, some of the party's money to upgrade his weapon with a potency room plus one. Uh, Mom, that's going to make it easier for me to land hits when I roll my die. Yes, and I will do the same with my Warhammer. Plus one to hit. It's perfect. Sell these heavy artisan tools. It hurts. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah. 20 pounds. I can't handle it. And I will spend my money helping Rudy get his upgrade. <laughs> Thank you, Door Crusher. <laughs> door Crusher. Monet is fine. <laughs> Good, everyone claps. It's magic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do use magic. My name is Monet. We've been over this. Fantastic. I'm going to go to the markets and just play around with my sausage. <laughs> See if okay. anybody wants to buy. Right. Good. Try to make some money. Maybe. I don't know how to do that. Is it uh, nighttime, daytime? Have we slept yet? Uh, by the time you finish your shopping, the sun is beginning to set, and so you are finding yourselves in the twilight hours of day. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to do the uh, quest putting in in the morning? Yeah. Turn in our quest tomorrow and just like find a place to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. more holding the ward's head by one ear. I have to sleep with this, you mean? <laughs> ah! <laughs> well, <laughs> unless the sheriff is open, uh, we, we might want to stuff that behind a rock or something. Be afraid to lose it. 
because I don't have money to sleep inside. Yeah, well. <laughs> what time did we say it is? I wasn't listening. <laughs> it's late. It's late. Sun uh, goes down. The twilight hours of the day, some might ah. say. Okay. Stuff it in my grill. It's fine. Won't cook it. <laughs> security. <laughs> do you want to try to earn any income? I could do that. Um... Trying to read it really quick. How good is your crafting? Crafting is plus four. Oh, you know what, brother? We could just we could just walk over to the sheriff's office, slap that baby on his desk, and say, "Hey, you think we could get a room somewhere?" Yes, I feel like he might pay us. Give that a shot. Might as well if you're going to be sleeping in the streets. Uh, he's probably open. He's a sheriff. <laughs> yeah. well, you think you think he closes at night? Everything's no. fine and dandy at night? I doubt it. Never. Huh? Won't know unless we go and check, I suppose. Yeah, let's try that. Let's see if... Uh... Yeah, I could, I'll sell my sausages after that. <laughs> <laughs> you can give your sausage to the sheriff. It might be a little too late to sell sausages after that. Maybe. Maybe. You know, weigh your options wisely. Yes, let's get rid of this head. It's dripping. It's gross. It's everywhere. <laughs> to the sheriff's office. <laughs> then before long, you find yourself in front of the sheriff's door. Whoa! Yeah, uh, Scarab's gonna walk up to the door, he's gonna swing it open, he's gonna step in, he's gonna keep that door open so you can bring that nasty head in here without it getting on the door itself. You know, oh, thank you. The blood and all that. It's probably pretty gross. Yes, it's dripping. It's nasty. Hello, Sheriff! Come on in, Rudy! Ah, oh, yes. Good Sheriff, I spoke to you earlier, a couple days ago. He's not in here. It's an empty room. I feel dumb. He's closed for the night. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as you burst in, Sheriff Baleson is behind his desk once again with a glass of neat scotch, and he is in the midst of writing something, and he sets it aside and stands up to greet you. Um, yes, um, welcome back, my friends. Uh, please, please have a seat. A drink, maybe. Oh, thank you. He pours you a small... For, for free, right? ...glass of scotch. <laughs> 35 gold, actually. No! Uh, take you my warhammer. my gun. Thank you, that will do. So I'll put it next to my axe. <laughs> so he pours two, three... I'll have a drink, yeah. The three of you, a finger of scotch each in short glasses and arranges chairs from the office around his desk before he uh, gestures towards you to drink and sits down. Welcome back, please. Uh, pray tell. Uh, any news of Druinga? Give the sheriff head. Yeah, more <laughs> just holds the head up by an ear, just dangling from his hand. Your beast. Uh, the sheriff is visibly confused. I... This is no dwarf. No, but as far as we can, can put together, this is the thing that killed the dwarves. 
and all of your uh, lumber mill workers. Oh, so you've spoken with Yalvin then? Yes, this is the talking wolf that everyone was talking about. Look, we know that we gotta go talk to those guys, but we were helping for lodging. We're broke! He rubs his forehead for a moment, a little bit in disbelief. Um, the city itself has put no uh, bounty on this beast, but the Lumber Consortium, I'm sure, would at least be grateful for your ending of their terror. The loggers will no doubt be able to return to work in short order and be unmolested as they do so, so that in itself holds value. And he picks up the grotesque warg head and puts it behind his desk. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry the head is squished. I hit it with a hammer. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Well, I, uh, I apologize. I don't have a reward for you, per se, but I, in lieu of your deed for the town, I suppose I could put you up for the night in the local inn. I could oh, at least afford you a room for the night for the people who would risk themselves. And then perhaps you could garner the reward from the Longbur Consortium in the morning. So you'll give it back then? If... No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how... how, hmm. how do uh, we prove to them that we... You require a letter of legitimacy to your claim. Yes, yes. I would be happy to supply that as well as dispose of this. Can you take a picture of it? Put it on the letter? Uh, I take a what now? <laughs> you need a bard to draw it and speak of it in the taverns for everyone to know. Yes. I don't want to do that, so (laughs) tell you what. (laughs) Since you are still under my employ on finding the remains or the whereabouts of Druungar, I will put you up for the night on good faith. And he, like, gives you back the head. (laughs) He says, you can worry about this, as he gestures at you. I mean, we don't need it back yet. Just maybe in the morning. No, I'd rather not hold on to it. But I thank you nonetheless. Even if it is not a direct service to the people of this town, it is a direct service to our means of earning income. So, do you intend to return to the ruin? Have you learned anything of Durangar? That was exactly the next point. For tonight, we just need to rest. Then we can take this head to those assholes in the Lumber Consortium. From there, we can go back to the ruins, because as far as we have found out, Druingar was there. For sure, without a doubt. Dwarves, dwarves, dwarves. So he made it to the ruins. We found his, his coat, his hat. He wrote his name in his hat like he was in kindergarten or something. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to lose it, and it was still there. On a table. Well, that is equal parts reassuring and troubling. Hey, we got rid of this guy so we can 
hopefully look around the rest of the ruins in safety. And get rid of that guy. Yeah, this guy killed two of Scarab's friends. Both of them! You saw them! They're not here anymore! They're dead! He uh, looks down and begins scribbling something on a piece of paper while you talk. And any anything else at all? My pig got big! <laughs> the pig got bigger! Probably from all the food and fighting. Outside of that, I'm not sure. There are ocean creatures as well. Oh! Beasts from the nether. In a chapel. Please do go on. Beasts from the nether. Shadow creatures. Above ground. In the temples. Things that are not supposed to be there. What sort of things? Undead dwarves. Undead kobold. Ghosts? Yes. Spirits. Followers of Torag. All dwarves in a chapel that appeared for a moment and then vanished. He leans back in his chair and he takes a small drink. So the rumors are true. There was a rumor around town that somewhere within the ruins of Droskar's Crab roamed a dwarven ghost. Oh. Many, m many... There were quite a few. They were singing. It's almost like the temple came back to life when we entered. Life in death. Who spoke of these ghosts? No one in particular. Just rumors around town. Hunters. Other explorers. People who have come and gone. Though no one really ventures out that far anymore. Hence my need of you, fine adventurers. There is still a bottom level in that crucible we haven't checked. It was being guarded by this beast. Well, troubling as that is, it changes nothing. I thank you for that which you have done so far, and I wish you luck on that which you have yet to do. In the meantime, please, take this, and he hands you a piece of paper. This is a writ, a... Um, Request, as it were, from the city to the sitting dock. Bring this to Ergen, and she will see that you are fed, that you've had your fill of drink, and that you have a warm bed to rest in at night. I hope tomorrow, when you set out, that you may finally put to rest this town's mystery. Bye, Torag. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your trust in my company. And your other friends? Oh, they're dead. Straight dead. Yep, all of them obliterated. Not even left with a wedding ring. Holds up the wedding ring. <laughs> the wedding <laughs> ring slips oh. it back in his pocket. <laughs> no trace of my good friends. Then your journey was not without peril. I'm sorry for your loss. He raises up his glass. To those lost... And those yet to be found. Cheers. 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 Good luck. Is he hot? 
It's a little hot. <laughs> a little bit. I think he had a mustache. I think he looked like a good old, like a young sheriff. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, He's got that Giga Chad chin line. Yeah, he's like, right. he's, he looks like Handsome Squidward if Handsome Squidward <laughs> were an elf of the Fohawk. <laughs> yeah, he ain't bad. He ain't bad at all. He's definitely not unfortunate looking. He has several scars. Scars are good. Scars like, are good. Like Garrus Vicarian. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. From Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because Scarab already left. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a conversation that Monet is having with the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> See yourself out. Oh, Chef. Sausage on me. <laughs> Slaps a sausage down on the desk. Hot, steaming, beautiful-looking sausage. <laughs> Is it cooked already? It's cooked. It's it's not warm, obviously, but like... Just like body not warm? Not even from your body? Yeah, I guess body warm, sure. Why not? Is it sun-dried? Is it a Slim Jim? <laughs> it's actually a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Make some jerky. <laughs> yes. It's a summer sausage. <laughs> oh, yeah. A summer sausage. Slap that on the table. That just means it was cooked by nature. <laughs> well, I am very busy, as you can imagine. Right, right, right. I thank you for your time. And if you find anything, please do not hesitate to visit. And the same yes. to you. Right. Good night, all of you. <laughs> bye bye. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you said I love you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll no. go. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> uh, uh, I I love you. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So you step out, you find yourself on the streets. Once again, sun at this point is cresting. What you want to do? Rootmore is going to the duck. Oh, the duck hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the duck hole, yes. <laughs> but the main building, not the not the poo-poo room. <laughs> not the luxury resort in the no. back. <laughs> yes, the sitting duck. Yeah, let's just take these drink tickets. Have fun. Call it a night. Continue tomorrow with our quest. Oh, wonderful. I didn't finish my drink in the sheriff's office. Come back inside the office and he's just... <laughs> goop, goop, <laughs> each of the three glasses. Stressful job. <laughs> All right, have fun. Meet me in the morning. No, I'm on my way with you. Just. <laughs> no, I'm coming too. <laughs> I'm coming too. It's just... Uh, damn, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yes. I, I know. Oh, if you want to get your jollies, that's not at the sitting duck. We need to head west. Oh, what is west? Porn. Live porn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say no more. <laughs> Maybe we can take these sitting duck drink tickets over to the uh to the brothel. <laughs> Oops, got go turned around. <laughs> Free lap dance. 
<laughs> For killing a warg. <laughs> Sheriff said it. I promise. Go ask him yourself. <laughs> All right, so you make yourself, you make your way to the sitting duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to do while you're here? Get a lap dance. <laughs> 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 Where are the honeys? <laughs> I'm small, but I'm spry. Um. 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 <laughs> um. This horn dog is going to bed. And this girl is also going to go to bed separately. Yes, me too, separately. Okay. So you walk in and you see Ergen again behind the counter and you present her with your writ from the sheriff uh, who directs you to three adjacent rooms on the second floor. You make your way up there, each taking your room and bedroom and you bed down for the night. Very nice. Nice little end table. Book of Mormon. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monet would like to check the Bible. <laughs> roll of... Roll. I don't even know you'd roll for that. Religion. <laughs> roll religion, see if God blesses none, you with the 20. Roll religion, none of it makes any sense. Uh, no, roll cult. Yeah. Yeah, what if? <laughs> you never know. You never know what you'll find in a Bible. I found $200. Mm-hmm. There went all of our listeners from Utah. <laughs> Here, let me roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a 16. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Pretty good, eh? Yeah, from your understanding of how these things work, you give the, uh, the in-provided book of religion a experimental shake. And a single silver drops out from it. Hell yeah. Nice. Damn. As well as a small note that says, pay it forward. Damn it. <laughs> Just leave a couple of bullets. <laughs> An arrow. A week's rations. Monet just kind of like... <laughs> in a book. <laughs> yeah, press it in a book. Monet does like a little fist pump. Like, yes. Yeah, robbed of religion. <laughs> and then puts it in her coin purse. Mm-hmm. You bed down for the night and you begin to slip into the silent and restful state of dreaming. However, in the middle of the night, you begin to hear what sounds like a dull throng of yelling. Some crashing from downstairs and Scarab, you are awoken abruptly as your door is kicked open. What? What the fuck? As you awake with a start and stare up before you at the foot of your bed and around gathering are angry villagers carrying torches. They immediately grab you as they begin to shout obscenities at you calling you murderer, kidnapper, thief monster and they drag you from your bed the other two of you are awoken as this happens but as you hear this noise going on scarab you begin to be dragged down the stairs and out the front of the tavern so you lied 
About what? About us being safe. About us getting safe rest in town. You lied. You're a liar. (laughs) Safe rest. You guys didn't get hurt. Keep going, Cody. I want to. I want to. I want to see what's going on. Well, the two of you have awoken abruptly to the sound of what is your neighbor on either side having their door kicked in, the screaming and yelling of someone. Do we hear Scarab? Scarab, is Scarab saying anything? Yeah, Rumor grabs his his hammer and his grill and comes out of his room. As you rush to investigate the noise, you see the last trailings of people heading down the stairs and out of the tavern. Scarab, you're being... I'd be being, happy to light, be a, uh, try to escape. You're more than <laughs> welcome to try. Yeah, uh, like, uh, immediately. Yeah, go ahead and roll me... Uh, what is that? An escape check. Escape artist. What is that? So I've got I got a feat that says I have slippery prey, which makes it to where I can slip out of being grabbed easier. And it says I can trained in acrobatics or athletics. So either yes. athletics or acrobatics. Yeah, I'd like to use an acrobatics. At being grabbed out of the bed. Of course. Nine. The front doors of the tavern burst open as the crowd parades you through the street, and all of them are shouting in a nearly unintelligible rage. Monster, thief, murderer, burn the kobold, they say, as they parade you down into the middle of town to an erected pole to which there has been set dried thatch beneath. They move you up to the pole. Several arms grab and pull at you as they begin to tie your limbs behind the pole. As they're, like, walking I would be fighting this whole time. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) Monet would be behind being like, what are you doing? What is going on here? Like, like she wouldn't just be silently following behind. No. She would probably be, like, grabbing at people trying to pull them off. I'm just waiting for you guys to tell me what the (laughs) fuck is going on! The crowd that the two of you are following is massive. You imagine, you don't imagine. You can count and see that there's easily 30 to 40 villagers that have kind of swarmed around and are parading them in this way. So as you follow, you are trying to pull away. Uh, Go ahead and roll diplomacy. I'm gonna kill all of you! I didn't do anything, I'm a good guy, I'll kill you all! (laughs) What did I want? Why are they doing this to me? This is scary. Oh. Twelve. What are you doing? He's done nothing to you. But He's like, done nothing but help. She'd be trying to like pull, like push her way through the crowd to mm-hmm. get up close to him. Yes. And like trying to pull people away Fuck. and off of him. Seventeen diplomacy. I'll start killing villagers if I have to. Cowards, all of you. You're better than that. Let him go. Does it take 30 of you to take down a little man? Where's the sheriff? Bastard probably did this. Yeah, now that I think back on what he looks like, he looks a little slimy. This is ridiculous. I'm always down for a barbecue, but... (laughs) I wouldn't know why it's happening. I kind of know this guy. Uh, Rootmore, as you begin to implore with some people of the crowd, uh, one of them turns to you and says, 
Someone's kidnapped Cobra and Jabs, the town's butcher. They found kobold tracks near his home in the backyard. Well, what if it was human tracks? Would you go down and just arrest any random human? This is a random attack. He gives you a look That's of disgust really and point. shrugs away from you as he moves in with the rest of the crowd. I, you know, like, you know those scenes where there is a crowd of people and the protagonist is like fucking like grabbing people's faces and pushing them backwards. Mm-hmm. That's what Monet is doing right mm-hmm. now. She is like swimming through this crowd. Yes. To get up to him. You force your way towards the front of the crowd as it begins to circle around this pole that has been erected. And you fight your way to the front of the crowd. And you too, I assume, Ruben. Oh, yeah. And you find yourself standing between the crowd and Scarab strapped to a pole. The crowd is spitting, jeering, and yelling at all of you in his direction, touting torches that bounce in the night. Again, screams of murderer, kidnapper, thief, destroyer, monster, burn the lizard. Can I scan the crowd to see if there's a sheriff in town? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, roll for perception. <laughs> what do the other two do? I feel like Monet would immediately just go up and start trying to pull him off the pole. Yeah. While you're doing that, uh, Rootmore is going to stand guard and make sure nobody tries to stop you from releasing him. Um, as she's doing that, she will like, like growl out and cover herself in stone as she goes to rip him from the pole. About to start killing people in this town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rootmore's got his hammer and his grill. He's armed. He's ready to go. Anybody comes close, he starts swinging. God, getting bad rolls. Uh, 18 to see if I can see the sheriff or somebody. She has no diplomacy and so, no intimidation. The two of you find yourselves, well, all of you are in a terrible situation, but the two of you namely find yourselves in a tight situation because on one end, your friend is being accused of something, and on the other, are you going to start innocently slaughtering villagers? As you take defensive postures between yourselves and Scarab, some of the more, shall we say, angry farmers begin brandishing pitchforks in rage. Confusion among the townsfolk begins erupting over with words. People saying, Traitors! They're with them! They're the ones what took the butcher! You're all stupid fucking racists! That's <laughs> pretty racist! Racist! <laughs> Waves his finger across the crowd. <laughs> Amazing how fear controls you like little sheep! <laughs> you don't even ask questions! <laughs> Just go after the First little lizard man you I, see. I think the only person in this party that has any ounce of charisma is in fact Scarab. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if I'm allowed to use it. Because <laughs> like, like, hey, I didn't do it. She has no charisma, no intelligence. No, she's got some intelligence, but no charisma at all. She's just strong and uses magic. And she's just like, this is dumb. This is stupid. Yeah, Rootmore's got charisma, but... He's not using it right now. <laughs> fuck, uh, these, fuck these cowards. Do I, do I see the sheriff with an 18? As your eyes begin to scan the crowd, you look back and forth, trying to find anything aside from the sea of angry faces spitting curses in your direction before you see people being shouldered aside, and you do, in fact, see the chiseled face of Sheriff Bilson. 
He makes his way to the front before calling out among the crowd, What is the meaning of this? Oh, thank God. Gods, all of them. All at once, the crowd begins to spout accusations and curses to Sheriff Baleson before he calls for order, ushering the crowd into silence, and you find yourselves standing strangely in this clearing surrounded by hostile, angry, and scared faces in silence as the sheriff stands. I see I see Monet like on top of the like pyre with scarab like just slapping people's like pitchforks away <laughs> like angrily as she like fumbles with the the binds <laughs> is like grabbing his wrists and pulling at them. Mm-hmm. Far be it from me to remind you that this is a place of civility and decency. Not a place of uproar where we go and tear people from their beds, drag them out in the middle of the night kicking and screaming to burn them. This is a place of justice. We are not the wilds we oversaw. Who makes a claim against this man? Several villagers stand forward, each claiming in protest the loss of the town's butcher. Mr. Colbrin Jabs. Gone missing just this evening. Only noticed by his neighbor. Who said he heard a struggle in the night and when he went to investigate. That Colbrin's backyard was laden with tracks made by small draconic footprints. The town has been on edge. This is enough. We know the kobolds have gone more brazen. That they have attacked. We know of the wolf that has tried to stop our progress, harvesting the forest. These are the very same adventurers just this evening who brought me that wolf's head. And you would claim them the ones responsible. The crowd is silent. Dumbasses. We! We're the ones doing something for you people! You want to drag someone out of their bed? Drag your masters! Points off at the mansion. Almost as if on cue, a light thudding in the dirt gives way to none other than payday. There you are, big boy! Well, well, well. Could have a good old-fashioned execution, eh? Why are we here? What crime does the guilty stand for? Apparently... They're missing a butcher. And there is we no... need a butcher so bad, I make sausage. <laughs> Not now, Rudy. <laughs> there is no guilty party here. Well, that remains to be seen. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So why is he tied to a pole about to be set on fire? Well, he won't be set ablaze unless he's convicted before a jury of his peers. These are Emotions not his peers. This is judgment for Falcon's Hollow. The creeds know. No crime goes unpunished. Bilson touts his axe up to his shoulder. There should be honor. There should be a trial. There must be a way to prove this man's guilt before he's set aflame. We are not barbarous peoples of the wilds. His innocence. Oh. Then I shall stand as judge and juror. 
That's bullshit. This is payday. Look at him. Big guy. You want to let me down, fella? He points to the crowd. One of you. Bring me a chair and a gavel. Before long, the crowd produces a stool that he seats his massive rear end on. And they place a small wooden block before him and give him a small wooden hammer. What is this kangaroo court? Very well. If you are not guilty, if you have nothing to hide for the loss of our dear, dear butcher, make your case. Where were you when the butcher disappeared? I was either sleeping or killing the thing that you told me to kill. Oh, a very righteous and convenient excuse. Tell me, was anyone in the room resting with you? I was. And you were in the room present? Yes. Roll deception. This is really bad. <laughs> pee pee! Pee pee! It's not even worth it. <laughs> yeah, it is. If, if they're not it, gonna... It's not, because I get a negative. <laughs> Give me that back. You're gonna get me killed. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, 16. Okay. 16. Mm. Could be the case. Does anyone here have evidence to the contrary? You know there are more than one kobold, right? There's a whole tribe of kobolds in those woods. And they're kind of pissed at you guys for what you're doing to the woods. We're trying to help. I have evidence. Oh. Standing forward is Ergen Talk. I have here a writ from Sheriff Baleson. A room each for our adventurers. If they each had a room, what reason would the dwarf have to spend the night with the kobold? He's in love with him. <laughs> yes. The crowd murmurs. I heard him myself. We were in those ruins yesterday, and he called him baby. <laughs> Though I disagree with all of this, that did happen. Uh, baby, I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't you see? Is it therefore your testimony before the court that you are in fact a witness? I was with him all day and all night. <laughs> Shut the hell up, Ergen, what the hell? He's missing. And you think my little ass did this? We spent a good amount of time last night in the office with the sheriff. My friends died for you people. I would speak on their behalf, says Bailson. I have only known them a short time, but they have been honorable, only seeking to do what they can for us, the good folk of Falcon's Hollow. They have struck out three times now, into the wilds, into Droskar's crucible where none go now. They have battled beasts, spilled blood, lost their own, and yet they come back. Why would anyone do such a thing if they only sought to harm us? 
See reason, people of Falcon's Hollow. And see the reasons nobody wants to come back here. And why would we bring all this attention on ourselves if we wanted to do something sneaky and cowardly, like take someone in the night? I chose to sleep in a bed last night because we had a victory. I don't need to sleep in this town. Why would I kill someone and then sleep in the town? Why indeed? Oh, you though. What other evidence do we put forward <laughs> against the accused? What evidence do you have that it is this specific kobold when there is a tribe of kobolds in those woods just beyond? And what evidence do you offer forward that this one of them is not in fact one of them? What time hmm. did your butcher go missing? Witnesses. A few of the townsfolk stand forward, giving various accounts of what they witnessed in the backyard. It's not much, really. Uh, so many people have been through that yard after the happenings that much of the evidence has been trampled. But one of them, the neighbor to Butcher Colbrin, says that he saw, after he heard screaming in the night, him being carried away by kobolds. This is the only evidence they have. Listen, the kobolds, they are called the true scales. If we find a true scale, they will deny that Scarab is part of their tribe. Easy, we hate each other. I don't like kobolds any more than any of you do. We met one yesterday. Coward. Idiot. Yes. You who saw the the kobolds carrying away your butcher, did any single one of them have golden scales? He's a middle-aged man, balding. He looks nervous at the entire situation as it unfolded. <laughs> and a stone woman is yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your words wisely. Well, no. No, I, I, none of them had golden scales. Dumbass. There's no really a reason as why that would remove him from blame, he, but... What color is your skin? Well, that's racist. And what color are your kin? <laughs> it's as easy as that. If you want to make it racist, we can make it racist, but oh. I'm gold because of the gold dragons. I never made a claim against you, friend. Well, here I am about to die. I saw you make trade with Cobra many a time. He turns to the crowd. I don't know why a traveler who's come before back again. This is Scarab, friend trader. He should not be held guilty. <laughs> Scarab looks to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put on his best angle. <laughs> Monet, like, throws her hands up like... Even your, like, sole main witness does not think that this kobold did it. Whether or not this one was the one responsible is irrelevant. If he goaded his kin into taking one of our own, then we should seek righteous justice upon them all. Now you're just making shit up. This would just be the first of many. You're not looking for justice. You're looking for murder. 
Oh, my dear lady. Soldron Creed and his kind do not deal in murder. Mm. Is the accused to be charged? No. Bailson speaks up. I would place... I will place a life debt. I will take his place. If they can prove that they were not the ones responsible, then that will be that. And if not, if they should... He turns to you to look. If they should flee and leave Falcon's Hollow behind, then I will be at the mercy of the court. Fucking stupid. You're all dumbasses. Sheriff Belson. Well, this is a most noble act. Such generosity from someone who's only ever been so standoffish. Then the court will grant your mercy. A life debt. Untie the kobold. The crowd moves in, and before long you are set free. But if you are unable to rid us of these non-allied kobolds that you claim, then I'm afraid your poor share of sacrifice will have been in vain. <laughs> I don't want to rip your fucking face off, you piece of shit. Very well. Creed will hear of this, and it will be known. This court is adjourned, and its ruling is law. Payday stands up, knocking over the stool he's on, and he waddles off into the night. The crowd begins to disperse until you are left alone, the three of you, and Sheriff Bailson. Sheriff! Is this an every night kind of jamboree? Like. No, no. Your skilled friend is right. There's been no mob justice in Falcon's Hollow for near a hundred years. Not since the hags. We need to defeat the Creeds. We need to end Creed control over this place. You can't do that in one night. Then I cannot promise you your life, Sheriff. I know. Wait, so we have one night? No. Sorry. Don't read it that way. It's a turn of phrase. You know, run one bit in the day, that kind of deal. It's like Colonel Cop was telling the sheriff, revolution doesn't happen overnight, but it starts somewhere. And it's always bad before it gets anywhere yeah. good. Yep. Even if a government is awful and corrupt, plucking it out just leaves a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Damn. Well, I definitely have fears of working through the consortium. You think they'll still give us a reward? <laughs> <laughs> How are we to fight these kobolds if we're not allowed to leave Falcon's Hollow? It's through my offer that you are able to leave Falcon's Hollow. I will have to confine myself to my office. No doubt the creeds will send guard to make sure I do not leave. You will be free to come and go as long as my offering remains. They do not want you. While I assume that this has nothing or very little to do with the creeds. I have always been in their eye. There was no winning that trial. Pity wanted me. 
And it was only through me that you were able to go free. Are you the only bastion for justice? Here. I'm no bastion. Just a man with an axe and a sense for what's right. You'll have to do what you've already set out to do. Explore the crucible. Route the kobolds that have taken root. And hopefully you make it back in time to save my skin. Mighty honorable, but you... God damn it. What did I say? <laughs> God damn it. God damn Mighty it. God honorable. dang right of you. No, we will... We will do this. Not let you down, Sheriff. I really don't want to lose this place as a... A market through. The traffic is pretty good. I need to be able to sell here. This is ridiculous. They'll take this from me. He lifts his axe off of his shoulder, holding it down at his side. The Creeds won't see me armed. It's cleaved more than a few in its fair day. Hopefully, I can do the same for you. And he holds it out to you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anybody gonna take it? Oh. No. Oh, I'll, thank you. Oh, oh. Take good care of us. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, I hate mob justice. It's gross. It's always wrong. <laughs> Bunch of cowards. Bunch of sheeple. We've lived our whole lives. Striking out against the harsh outer world. By right, we shouldn't even be here. Sometimes we become comfortable with that. And there are times of peace even under tyranny. And other times... Well, other times things beyond our control happen and the people are reminded of the cruel world around them. I believe in you. All of you. Y'all hear this music? This man's gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) I heard the music too and I was like, oh, this is a good time for a little monologue. (laughs) For the listener, we're listening to uh, Gandalf dying. (laughs) (laughs) Fly, you fools. That's so good. Damn, man. You're taking it real serious. You're not dead yet. Give us a minute. We'll do our best. If there are two things I'm good at, it's selling stuff and running away. Oh, damn! (laughs) Hope you guys are good at freeing this man. And I'm all out of stuff to sell. (laughs) Yes. What's going on with this axe? (laughs) Yeah, does it got any pluses? Is it good? Is it good? It is a plus one great axe. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Sheriff, these cobalt, have they ever made any demands? None. Before you came back to town, there had been a resurgence, an uprising, if you will. The Outer Lands became hostile. We had heard before that kobolds had been nestling somewhere out in the Vale, but they kept to themselves for a while. And then, months ago, they just resurged, striking out at traveler, forester, hunter, anyone. And then they retreated before you came back. We thought they were gone, or at the very least at peace. 
Something is happening. Something has happened. I fear it's only now that we're beginning to see what it truly is. Strange disease, angry monsters. For them to come into a town, not in mass, it's very pointed. Yeah, why? Why kidnap? Why not steal? And a butcher? Exactly. Perhaps we could look. I could take you to the butcher's house. You could see for yourselves. Yes. Sounds good. I'd like to compare my craft. I'd like to finish sleeping first, though. Yes, I'm not wearing any armor. My AC is 14 right <laughs> no, now. I'll see you in the morning. Have a good night. <laughs> Thank not, you. I'm not fully rested yet. <laughs> I got one sausage too many. <laughs> I mean, I guess oh. if you don't have the time later. I'll go. I'd be happy to go with you now. Okay, I'm not a big baby. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time limit, per se, but the creeds will send their men for me soon. So you're cool if we have two long rests before we leave town. <laughs> I'm really tired. very slowly, that is sure. So I imagine we have three days before they get the news. <laughs> yes, it might suck, but please, please go outside. <laughs> please, oh God. Oh, they're sleeping in again. Crazy. I'm sure they have it on night number three. <laughs> Yes, let's go check the butcher's house. They still haven't left their hotel. Why just, haven't they helped me at all? My God, I'm doomed. I just have a, que a question for you, Sheriff. Is there going to be combat at the butcher's house? Because if there is, like, I, re I really should rest. Well, I just gave away my axe, so I hope not. Okay. It's a good sign. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Okay. Hey, it's either you die on the stick or you die at the, the butcher's house. So. <laughs> um, this <is> me. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> As you walk through the street in the night, he gradually leads you to a rather modest-looking cottage. Uh, in the front of it hangs a butcher's sign. It seems that the butcher works and lives in the same location. Uh, surrounding the house is a small picket fence, barely waist-high. Even you, Scarab, are slightly taller than the fence. So we're here. Scarab would like to, uh... Like, immediately start checking for cobalt tracks, signs of... Yeah, no. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole 20. Sheriff Bilson leads you over the... Over the fence, or through the fence, depending on your height, towards the back. Mr. Barnes... He was the witness that spoke against you. Said he was the neighbor. Said that he saw kobolds dragging him off in the night. And as you begin to look around, go ahead and roll me a nature check. Or survival, rather. Nature or survival? Survival, expressly. I misspoke. I got a oh. 17. I got a t Ten. I got a ten. Nine. Although, if I'm looking for... Not that I have, like, a specific kobold. Would I be able to do hunt prey on this prey to help me search for it? Or would I have to, like, find the track and then 
You could hunt prey from the track, or you could try to hunt prey on... Like, if I knew, if it was a named kobold, I'd be able to, like, focus on that kobold and mm -hmm. possibly have that help me out mm -hmm. against my knowledge. But I don't have, like, a specific... But, yeah. I'll just wait until I find something concrete, I guess. I mean, I think, I think the way it works is if you find evidence of it, you can hunt prey on that. Yes, yeah. you could... Like be like these tracks. That's my prey, and then you could try to find out who they yeah, belong to. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't use it before who, those tracks necessarily. Who unless. are you currently tracking? Because you were on the warg before. Uh, who it is was, now gone? It was the warg. So now it would be whatever kobold or kobolds did this. But I fig. That's why I asked. I figure I would have to find the track before. Yes. To, doing so yeah. that. Yeah. Bonus wise, I got you. Um. So what'd y'all get? Uh, 17. Ten. Nine. Yeah, as you look around, you see that, indeed, there have been a lot of people coming through here. Uh, likely, whoever ended up carousing the mob led others here for evidence, and there are footprints all over this backyard that have muddied everything. But, Scarab, as you inspect, you do see at the edge of the yard towards the back that there are, in fact, kobold prints that appear to be dragging someone. Okay. Presumably this uh, Mr. Colbrin. You also recognize this to be eerily similar to, although not the same as, the tracks you found originally at the camp at Ulismila's circle. So it seems the same sort of MO. Couple MOs. Or a couple MOs. <laughs> <laughs> couple kobolds. <laughs> ambush and surprise an individual, lock them down, and drag them away. Okay, so a next... It's worth noting that the butcher's house is on the edge of the village. Yeah. And the tracks seem to lead underneath the fence and off into the wild, heading in the direction of the forest, the Vale. So, yeah, we definitely have a path. Um, we could check the house. Something I'm curious about is any signs of blood. Uh, roll me another. Uh, you can give me a perception on this one. Okay. Can. Yeah, all of you can. You can look for blood. 20. Looking for blood. Yeah, because I'm... Because I'm, it seems like... 27. They're dragging away these people... It doesn't seem like they're killing them beforehand. No, they need them alive. What was that? 17. Yeah, the two of you do end up spying amidst the, uh, the mess in the yard. There is a small, what seems to be like a small spray of blood. Not enough to be lethal, but enough that you assume maybe somebody was... Probably, like bludgeoned over the back of the head. Yeah, a quiet down hit. Are there any scales? None. It seems whatever happened happened quickly and without evidence, aside from the small amount of blood. I thought these people are being dragged away for live feedings. Or these kobold needed tradesmen. Could have something to do with the quest for eternal life. Maybe they're being experimented on. The quest for eternal life. Oh, yes. Uh, I, <laughs> when I first came to town, I briefly mentioned to you, Sheriff, that uh, Druengar 
my, one of my distant cousins. And he started writing a book in Absalom. Speaking of possible eternal life. And the answer was at the crucible. In the crucible, living skeletons of dwarves. I fought them with my last party. And also deep in the woods, a zombified kobold. Then there is more at play than we see. I know not what they need with a butcher or a huntsman. We're pretty good at cutting. It seems like they're just getting the easiest prey as... The butcher lives on the edge of town. The hunter was in the forest. Next to the hag's house. I wasn't there. This is all something Skyrim told me. I totally told him this on the way. I remember that. You were there too. Everyone in town. They should really know what we're up to. I have no idea why they got so angry. They were there. (laughs) This whole thing. Live broadcast. It's time for me to go. Find them. Find what they're up to. And stop it. First thing in the morning. After breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you like sausage? <laughs> With all my life. Oh. Well, meet us at the sitting duck and whip up some breakfast sausage. <laughs> By then, I'm sure the Creeds will have my office under lock and key. But I will dream of your sausage. <laughs> <Dear Greenville. laughs> Maybe once you've cleared my name. Go. All right. You sure you don't want to hold on to this axe? Oh, don't tempt me. (laughs) She'll find her way home, and if not, maybe she'll find her way buried into the head of my accuser. I'll remember that. I wish you luck for the last time. It's very dramatic. Scarab, I hope to see you again. And if you don't... It's because I fear death. As do we all. And he turns and walks back into town. I love you too. <laughs> hey, pal, I'm sorry, but I think he's kind of into Sausage Boy. I, so <laughs> <laughs> I have that way around people. It's okay. Just swaying in Don't sausage. Don't be ashamed. Oh, Drunga. (laughs) We meet here tomorrow. We meet here at this gate. We travel the path they traveled. Agreed. Understood. I won't be sleeping in that bar tonight. Nope, me neither. I will go back for my stuff, though. Of course, they're good people, I promise. Just a little racist. (laughs) Maybe someday I will realize that they're not good people. But for now, I know them. They're just a little racist. I have somewhere I need to be. I'll see you in the morning. Same. Here at the butcher's in the morning. Monet will go back to the inn. Yeah, Rootmar goes with you, gets his stuff out of the room, and he starts to walk out, and then he's just like, fuck. (laughs) Nowhere to sleep. And then he goes back into the room and closes the door and (laughs) pushes the dresser in front of the door. Well, but there won't no one hurt him. (laughs) (laughs) 
He hides. Oh. <laughs> slides the butcher's body under the bed. <laughs> but he does, like, stop before he goes to bed and just falls on his knees and looks up. Torag, forgive me. I've failed you tonight. I've lied. But please see it as to save someone's life. And then he goes to bed. It's a anathema mm-hmm. to lie as a worshiper of Toreg. Dang. Yeah. Dang, bro. Maybe Scarab will know the weight of that someday. Can't believe you'd do that. <clears throat> yeah, it was in the moment. You know, he's hoping for forgiveness for the reason of why he lied. It wasn't for selfish gain or anything, but... Maybe someday he'll he'll realize that the reason he lied is because he wished that he was in that room that night. Because he does love Scarab. <laughs> it's just a love triangle. <laughs> I love Scarab. The sheriff loves me. <laughs> Scarab loves money. <laughs> Scarab, you got anything going on tonight? Scarab is going to whistle for Pig. Pig's going to come find him. He's going to hop on Pig's back. And they're going to ride to Jacques' house. Pig's going to stay outside the front di- uh, front gate. Scarab's going to hop off his back. And as quietly and sneakily as he can, Scarab's going to open the little gate at the front. Walk up to the front door. Put the ring on the ground in front of the door. Can you hear anything inside of the house? Roll perception. Fifteen. Silent as the night, and the lights in the windows are dark. Unless... Can I can I say something? Yeah, if you want to. Shock I don't know if you wanted something to go on. Just given a nothing notice. Jacques was part of the mob, so he's not there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, burn him! Definitely that guy! He killed my dad! <laughs> I mean, if Scarab presses his... It's a small house. Chicken coop. It could just be a moment of, like, if you wanted to, he could be listening in and the door could open. What time is it? Late, middle of the night, probably... Three-ish in the morning. Scarab does hear footsteps inside approaching the door. Yeah, he's like leaning down to put the... Yeah, hearing the approaching, Scarab is going to quickly put the ring at the... (laughs) at the the floor of the door and attempt to run and hide off at the side of the house. Just off to the side. I will let you know that the pig is clearly standing by the gate, and it's bigger than before. <laughs> but Scarab scampers. After a couple of moments, Scarab from afar sees the door open, and Jacques steps out, turning and closing the door behind him. He looks down and sees the ring. He turns back and looks over his shoulder and sees Pig. He leans down and picks up the ring, stepping inside, seeming to 
place, like, just kind of leaning in the door. Seems like he places it on a surface nearby and then closes the door behind him, looks at Pig again, and then walks away. He has, like, a big wicker basket attached to his hip, and he walks to a nearby field. Or a clear, like, you know, like, a green belt. And he just walks away. Yeah. If the camera panned in on the scarab who's hiding at the side of the house, you see, you would see a sadness in his eyes, but also, like, a small sigh of relief. Glad to see the ghost is leaving the house. Yeah, still dressed uh, head to toe in his in his uh, plague doctor get up. <laughs> but yeah, he just when he turned to look at Pig, he just kind of stared at him for a while and then turned as if he didn't see anything. Come, Pig. Let's find a place to rest. Thank you, guys. <laughs> why, why are, are you, you crying? <laughs> no, why, why thank you? Huh? Why thank you? It's very sweet. I care. As you once again settle in for the night, one of you begins to hear in your sleep. Tong, tong. Tong, tong. Tong, tong. more. You find yourself following the tinging of an anvil. I'm in big trouble. Shit. (laughs) You look over your shoulder and you see behind you a massive, glorious, and gleaming dwarf with a beard almost made of fire. Oh my god. Working over an anvil. Sparks flying as he hammers away. Tong, tong. Tong, tong. Tong, tong. Oh, Brithy, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) He's... He's in shock, he's in amazement, and he's terrified. He's a God-fearing man. (laughs) Yeah, this is awesome. Like, holy shit. He he slowly walks up to where... He just walks at an angle to where he will be seen. Uh... I imagine he's holding his warhammer, the the weapon of Toreg, and he takes a knee and lays the hammer on the ground and just bows his head and doesn't say anything, he just waits. As you approach, the figure seems to grow more distant and yet closer at the same time, distorting this view of this dwarf that is before you mountainous. Enormous inside, so you feel like an ant approaching it. And as you bow down and wait, the effort does not stop. You hear the toil of his work. The tong tong, tong tong. His bulging muscles rippling with every strike against the steel as sparks fly beyond his beard, which itself seems again made of flame. And piercing blue eyes gaze down upon you as the final hammer strike rings out. Tong, 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 tong. The figure leans over his anvil, a massive, looming presence that fills you with an enormous sensation of pressure and heat bearing down upon you. 
bright blazoned steely blue eyes glare down upon you behind furrowed red brow. He's beautiful. He points his massive hammer down at you, raises it up far over his shoulder, and brings it down again on the anvil. Tong, tong. Raises it up once more, far above you, casting you in shadow. And the hammer raises up once again far over his shoulder before it comes hurtling down in your direction and you feel the pressure grow and grow before it stops. Forgive me! You can't help but look up in that moment and you see the massive hammer of Torag mere inches from you. But it's not the blunt of the hammer pointed at you. It's the flat of the head. He gestures in your direction, his steely blue eyes staring down on you. And he gives you a wry smile and a gentle nod. Before you hear once again. Tong, tong. Tong, tong. And your eyes snap open to the first light of morning. Oh my god. It's terrifying. Thank you, Torek. I will not fail you again. I gotta get my shit together. Where are my friends? He gets up and frantically starts putting his armor on. Grabbing all his gear. And heads straight for... Well, no, he's gonna make sausage first. <laughs> and then he'll go... His daily toil. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll go to the butcher's house. You guys got anything going on? Nah, Scarab would just do his normal daily of making a few bullets. Ten, to be exact. Then as each of you wake in tow and perform your morning rituals, you make your way to meet back at the butcher's house, where you find your companion Rootmore in waiting, gleaming armor and the fresh smell of seasoned sausage in the air. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a handful for each of y'all. <laughs> Here's one bulk of sausage. Rudmore, even as you've been waiting here for your companions to arrive, you couldn't help but notice that throughout the early morning, several curious village passerbys would come by to peer over the fence at what had happened the night prior, having heard the rumors in the morning. There were even some who were there present the night prior, and as they walked by, they give you a confused if not accusatory glance before quickly looking away when you see them the people can't help but be curious and somewhat afraid what if it had been them their friend their neighbor can't blame them they're all weak unfortunately alas we will find what the deal is with these Damn cobbles. Shouldn't have let that one get away. Yeah, well... Oh, you! Hi! Hey, buddy, you ready? Yes. Didn't see you there. Good. You shouldn't have. Yeah, have some sausage. I'm also <laughs> here. Ah! <laughs> just standing, like, in the shade of the, like, roof. She's just... She's just standing there, and as you guys are, like, greeting each other. She's like, me too. Been sitting here for an hour. You've just been looking at me like an asshole. 
I mean, I, I was listening. Ah. I just didn't have anything important to say, so... Do you like some sausage? Um... You should eat. Sure. Ah, there you go. It's really good. Now ah, let me roll a crafting check on these sausages. <laughs> see how good they are. That's a natural 20. <laughs> oh, best sausage you ever ate. Yes. Yeah, as you bite into oh, them, shit. they have a wonderful snap. The most delectable of juices in the meat is tender and well-seasoned. It fills your mouth with flavor and joy. It's going to be a good day. Monet Imagine... starts crying. <laughs> Imagine if every bite of that, that juicy sausage popped the same as that first bite of the juicy sausage. God. Just constantly popping like, oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> oh lord, how many casings are in this? Am I rolling an at 20 now? I want a sausage. I know. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Woo wee. <laughs> oh, <the> glistening. <laughs> Glycerin. <laughs> Rolling on days go by. It's my good roll for the day. It's well, fantastic. I say we just follow these tracks. See where they go. Keep your eyes open. Perhaps they'll go... Perhaps they'll go back to the Crucible. But maybe yeah. not. They might not. Very good. Do you have, um... Do you have a... Um... Do you own? Do you? Yeah, right here. Here you go. <laughs> do you own? <laughs> uh, do you, do you have a quest update for me for uh, the Dark Moon Beast? Because uh, the two things I, the two bullet points I have for the Dark Moon Beast are: we found a warg in the woods in front of some ruins, and guarded by wolves. The warg and the wolves are dead. Hobgoblin said something about a hole in the ground with stairs going down. Yeah, for Darkmoon Beast, it would be return the head to Jarlbane and inform him of his logger's safety. Yeah, we could do that on the way out. Yeah, I was just worried about the, uh, the villagers. I mean, it'd be cool if we can get a reward. I mean, you got a, a free night plus meal and drink, which yeah. you all went to bed without the meal and drink, and I'm sure that... Um, no, what's her name? The, I'm sure Ergen. the barkeep. Yes, Ergen. Ergen Talk. I'm sure that Talk would honor the food and drink portion of it. Even though she accused the no, boy. She, she was saying. She presented her part. evidence called apart by the Creeds. Because mm. that's something to pay in mind. Just because somebody supplies the Creeds with what they need doesn't mean that they're against you. They're just yeah, absolutely not against the Creed. Yeah, and it wasn't trying to save their own ass. Exactly. And it wasn't necessarily like he he did it because of this. It was like here's these facts that I have. Not necessarily helpful to us, but not. I was presented to this either, very either. evening for a room for each of these adventurers. We'll be Plus, fine. she watched a mob, you know, flash through her tavern and drag someone out, and very much followed them into the crowd. We'll just need to bring more heads back. Cobalt yes. head? And the butcher's head. <laughs> it's proof. Well, preferably attached to his body and still alive. Yeah, but if he's dead... Then there's an open market for me. <laughs> this is wrong. We shouldn't talk about this. This house, the town. They're gonna hear us. Let's go. 
I got five O behind us. I heard the dwarf <laughs> wanted to replace the butcher. <laughs> so we're going to to go talk to the people or no? Um, yeah, if, yeah, we can drop the head off. See if we get a reward. You know? Honest, actually, Scarab's gonna stay out of it just in case. He's he's afraid to. He doesn't want to deal with them. He's clearly not necessarily welcome. I don't know. No problem, oh boy. We can walk in there, turn the head in. You do recall when you first came to town that there was kind of a weirdness about when they saw you, especially with the two bird folk like walking around. The loggers referred to y'all as uh, beasts or monsters. Mm -hmm. And that was already a sentiment before all of this. So I think that maybe wanting to lie a little low is probably a safe bet. Yeah, he's totally cool with it. He'll he'll wait out in the field with Pig. Trans- okay. Monet, stop yawning. Did you not sleep last night? I did. It's just that breakfast sausage. Ah, yes. That's when you know it's good. It makes you want to take a nap. I'm ready to sleep. First thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go turn this <laughs> gross head in. It's really starting to smell. Yeah, it is. A shame, because the, there's also that scent of the breakfast sausage, and it I, it makes me hungry, but nauseous at the same time. That's ah, weird like that. It's a weird feeling. Let's go. Who's carrying the head? I've got the head. Mm-hmm. Okay. You make your way to the lumber camps, and as you approach, Scarab and Pig wait off to the side as the two of you make your way within. As you approach, there are many of the workers who are on their way out to begin logging, and they make their way out of the front gate, and they see you approach, and they see the head of the beast in your hands, and many of them can't help but stop and gape and stare as you walk by. Before long, you find yourself in the center of the lumber yard, and there you see Jarlbin, the great, large man with his red hair and red beard. And he's in the middle of barking orders to others to get to work and grab their tools and be ready. And he turns and he sees you approach and he stops mid-sentence. Excuse me? Are you Jarlbin? Aye, that's me. Uh, who are you? Ah, the ones who killed the large warg. And he presents the head. We were told to bring this to you. He is openly amazed. Completely taken aback, his silence is broken as he snaps back to reality. Oh, there's no gravity. (laughs) 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 And who told you to bring this to me? Uh, Scarab. That wee little bugger, he did it. (laughs) <laughs> he did it! Man, gather round! And the loggers begin to convalesce around you. You see that there? And he points at the beast's head. There. The great gray pelt beast. Gone. Laid bare before you. My friends, I don't know how to thank you. Money wouldn't hurt. Quite short on change. We're actually heading back there. To clear out the threats. Mm, well, money, eh? Ah, okay, hold tight. 
He turns around and he moves back to his office. Uh, he's gone behind the door for a moment and you can hear the loggers like whispering and murmuring to each other in amazement at the beast's head. You want to hold it? They recoil. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Pretty gross. Uh, as he returns, he's hefting behind him a small bag and a bottle. And he says, well, uh, you know, we're not too wealthy as we are, but consider, considering I asked you a great personal favor and you are stopping my men from dying, I can't help but feel you ought to be rewarded. And so here you are. And he hands you a bag. And the bag clinks as he drops it into your hand. And for your trouble, one of these. And he hands you a bottle. What is it? Well, it's brandy. No. Quite good brandy at that. Wow. Nice. I hope you'll toss back a drink in celebration of your victory, because I know that we will as soon as you're gone. We don't want to party with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, thank you. Yes, we thank you. Um, there is one more thing you could do for us. Oh, hi. Right. Speak highly of the kobold scarab. And let people know what he's done for you. Well, we've had our fair share of run-ins with kobolds. Bye. He's done us a kindness. And he's never done my men no harm. Least far as I can. But you hear gunshots ring off in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> These men have seen your deed. And rest assured when they go home, the rest will know. Now I mean that who he beastie's head. Ah yes, here you go. All yours. He takes the head and he follows you to the front gate, and as he gets there, to the front he takes the head and places it on a torch mount and then takes the back of his axe and slams into it, mounting it in place. Let this be a warning to all other beasties that the men of Falcon's Hollow are not to be trifled with. The men cheer and clap. Now get back to work, you lazy swords! Before they all disperse and shuffle about. <laughs> just toil, like toil. There's a minotaur and an Etten looking over the wall, and they're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to mess with these Not here. <laughs> well, Rudy, I'd say that went pretty well. Dude, I got a bag full of candy. I got brandy. <laughs> I don't think that's candy. I think it's money, actually. I've been oh. eating it. Oh, let me open it up. You feel a great hand on each of your shoulders as he leans in over you. Now, I don't normally do this, but thank you. I didn't want to say it in front of my men, but I really appreciate what you did. Now, they're all a bunch of sods, asses, and farts, but <laughs> they're my sods, asses, and farts, and I don't want to lose any more if I can. So, thank you. And if you see that little shiny bugger, tell him he's got a friend in Yarblin. Is he hot? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ginger, ha Ginger Hagrid? Yeah. Is he Ginger Hagrid? Yeah, he's Ginger Hagrid. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Couple scars. Okay. All right, good. Gives you both a clap on the back, and then turns about yelling at other people to do more shit. Have a sausage. <laughs> Delicious. It's kind of his thing. He says to the open air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Best sausage you nice. ever ate. Drops yeah. it on the ground. <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> 
And Torag's name drops it. <laughs> Funny. Okay, well, well, we'll go back to Scarab. How much gold is in this bag? Yeah, as you open the bag and look, you estimate it to be about 170 silver. Hell yeah, thank you. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad. Very good, very good. Keep the silver between us. Don't tell Scarab. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Just kidding. No. Oh, okay. Never would have had this job if it weren't for him. I would never, unless. <laughs> Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're contractually obliged to hand over all of that silver. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Anyway. I do like your humor, though. All Ma right. Oh, mm-hmm. Ha, 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 look over there. Slips of gold in his pockets. <laughs> Very funny of you. Look, look somewhere else. Scarab, we came out on top. What does that mean? 170 silver. Oh, nice. And a yes. bottle of brandy. Yes. Was he happy that you brought him the head, or he just wanted oh. to give you money for it? Very happy. Okay. He was happy. He, he said thank you. He's not a bad guy. Not a bad guy. He said you're always welcome there. You're a friend. Ah, I still don't feel safe, but he's cool. Understand. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but hey, money. Money. Yes. Let's continue following this trail. I guess there's only one way to go. You made it big. It went all over the screen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why do you speak so cryptically? I don't think that was cryptic, I think. Well, for the people that can't see the screen, it sure as shit was. Sorry. You made it big wow. all over the screen. Uh, I pushed F11 on my computer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they covered the full of the screen. Making, making roll 20 all over the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't see him press F11. So I was like, how'd that happen? How big? <laughs> how big? How big that? How big is this? <laughs> Um, How did he big this? <laughs> no. You double back and resume the trail of the town's butcher. Before long, you realize it runs parallel to an earlier set of tracks as it meets and travels along the river deeper and deeper into the woods. Once again, new tracks dug over old lead you back to the crucible. The muddied prints lead through the front door before winding down the halls through the room that smells of fetid wet dog. And before you, you find yourself in the great warg's chamber, standing before a staircase carved into the ground surrounded by a circle interlaid with dwarvish symbols. Some carved and recarved, and a staircase that leads below into the dark. As you stand here at the precipice of this descent, once again, you think of all you've had to endure to get here, and in the silence you hear the faintest whispers of words unintelligible, the sound of skittering, dripping, and the squeal of rats. Scarab pulls out his gun and you hear a... <laughs> It would be a good spot to stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. 
the curse. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say because if we don't, <laughs> the curse character. If we're not stopping, the next thing I, I was gonna say wasn't like a cool thing. It was I'm gonna do a perception check on the stairs. So like, it's and we'll not... see the result next week. <laughs> yeah, so that wouldn't be like a very good place to stop. Yeah, it's stairs. I'm like, I'm like, uh, are we still going? Or... Okay, sorry. Here, you want to read it at the exact same time? Oh, no, shut up. Do you want to read it? I don't care. I'll read it. No, 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 no. Okay. I know. It's because it was funny. (laughs) I'm not very good at reading it. But I think it's kind of funny that I'm not good at reading. I wasn't either until I started doing intros and stuff. Now I've gotten, like, really good at... I mean, okay. Sorry, just... Sucking my own back. Why is it? I mean, patting myself on the dick. The cursed caravan uses. <laughs> Sorry, just patting myself the on the worst. dick. Because <laughs> I just imagined that being at the at the beginning of it, and that made me just laugh. Patting myself on the dick. The cursed caravan is brought to you. Uh, the cursed caravan uses trademarks and slash or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit Paizo.com. Thank you, Paizo. Love you, Paizo. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Oh, Paizo. Uh, the Cursed Caravan theme music and the beat you are hearing now is written by our very own Matt. Thank AKA you, Matthew. Scarab. Thank you. Thank you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Baby. Okay. <laughs> Baby. We would like to thank Michael Gelfie Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and ambiance that you hear in our episodes. You can find out more about them at michaelgelfie.com. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Thank you, Michael Gelfie. Thank you, Michael Gelfie. If you play D&D or Pathfinder with your friends. Or just draw. Pull pull up that Michael Gelfie. Yeah, just for like anything. It's great. No other TTRPGs though. That's that's the rule. Please leave us a comment (laughs) uh, and rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, especially especially Apple Podcasts. Spotify also allows you to rate and leave comments. Um, we are also now on YouTube, so now it's even easier to leave. Comments. Smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment. Oh, be nice. <laughs> yes, be nice. <laughs> Please be nice. <laughs> if you choose to, we may end up reading your comment on the podcast, which would be cool and fun and make us happy. Um, so if that sounds cool and fun and happy to you do it also if you have questions feel free to email us at the caravan at gmail.com we may answer you on the podcast um so yeah get those comments uh coming in and let us know what you think all of our contact information is in the description um our youtube is also you guessed it the cursed caravan thank you for being a traveler upon this the caravan that is in fact cursed it's the cursed caravan Thanks. Later, skaters. Thank you. Hey, bye. Bye bye. (laughs) 
we make a lot of money from the beer company and the politics? <laughs> Cody, it's kind of up to you to bring us in, brother. Welcome to the first podcast, sponsored by chickens. I mean... <laughs> you can't just... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you can't start a campaign like that. Well, you've all made your character sheets, and uh, I mean, well, you here. What, what do the, you do? What are we doing? <laughs> I gotta know what you do to know what happens. I don't know. You know what uh, I did already. Last time on the Cruise Caravan podcast.